Hello, and welcome to Drowning Verdict. I'm Chip Mahoney. You're listening to my true crime podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about cases out there in the world that fascinate me. I go more in depth with the case. Thanks a lot for joining me today. You might have found me on my TikTok where I do clips there, but if it led you to my YouTube, that's a good place to be. I've got full episodes of Drowning Verdict there, plus my other show called Shill Kill, where I combine crypto with true crime got an interest in both if you do as well you can subscribe there get those episodes uh, basically everything that i offer in one place on my youtube channel of course i'm featured on spotify got videos there and you can find drowning verdict wherever you get your favorite pods it's out there so if you subscribe you know and you're coming back for more you've heard me before you know that i'm an author i talk about you know these fascinating cases uh, plus stories connections new angles and what i call a reason a reason for you know checking out the podcast for sticking with me for five ten minutes or whatever it's going to be and i try to give that reason in most of the stuff that i do in today's episode is a little bit different though i'm asking a question which i've asked before in these uh, public shootings but the question is is uh the tops market shooting a true crime case you know i've asked that before with the oxford shooting i'm asking it here i do know about the manifesto i do know about the uh, racism involved and everything that this case has but is it also a true crime case something that i'm just you know posing today so it's a little bit different and um, i asked that because in all the research that i do i see a lot of premeditation here and i see it in other um you know school shootings or mass shootings as you would uh, we can call them um where you know, for the most part, the public consensus is, you know, did the person snap? Did they just, you know, one day snap and then grab their rifle and go off? I mean, I think that has happened before, but more times than not, it seems as if it has elements of true crime, meaning premeditation, meaning stalking, meaning laying in wait, Things that you can apply to just about any true crime case out there also apply here. So in the Topps Market shooting, we see the perpetrator who I won't name, but we see that person visiting the Topps Market prior to the event. And what he is doing is he is casing the joint. He is interacting with people there. He is uh, pretending to be somebody handing out flyers or somebody who is asking for donations, anything to put him in that place to get more familiar with it. And it seems to me it has elements of, of stalking, you know, what we would see in, in some cases out there. So we have, Yes, a young man who recently out of high school, but going to some other college, lying about just about everything that he is doing, uh, all the while collecting guns and ammunition um, and spending the time and his resources in order to build up his arsenal. So this is all premeditated hate, premeditated stuff that, you know, I would see in other true crime cases, even though this is much different because it is a proven fact that he had this manifesto and that he had all these beliefs that he wanted to put on society. And I'm here to say that that stuff never works because we've seen manifestos before, you know, the Unabomber. It can be a novel length of words that mean nothing. 
that don't add up to one good word because it doesn't make a change in society. So we see that maniacal approach, those manifestos. And of course, these people do know that they are going to get the attention. They are going to be on the cover of the New York Post or whatever publication it might be online. Anyone, the name will be mentioned, pictures will be mentioned, or pictures will be shown. And they would have never been known before and they're known now. And that's what they want. They want that notoriety even, uh, you know, in this day and age where uh, a bona fide serial killer can have multiple movies, you know, because that's what they want. They would never be there otherwise unless they did what they did. So the manifesto means nothing. It's complete BS and it never changes anything. For if it were to change something, then maybe the Unabomber's, you know, manifesto of some, you know, of his brilliant thoughts because he was a professor and he had, you know, the high IQ. Maybe that would have made a difference, but it doesn't. So these low, lower end guys, these low lives who, you know, should never be mentioned. Uh, they always have something to say. They always have something to post, always have something to uh, do as a live feed. But ultimately we have cowardice. Uh, we have people who are just liars and they're just, you know, they're here for a time, I guess. They have nothing good to offer. But when we break it down and we look at things, I see a lot of premeditation. I see a lot of things that if it were one victim instead of 10, that you could apply a lot of true crime elements to it, a lot of investigative elements to it. And that's what I see here in this case. I see some of those things. But should it be classified that as that as well, or should it be in just the public shooting database, along with King Supers, along with the Oxford shooting, a lot of the same uh, things from the same vein, uh, whatever their um, ideas about the world are that they wanted to constrict upon the world. And in this case, it was, you know, the extreme racism that he did. In fact, research highly populated African-American communities in order to carry out what he did, that premeditation. And of course, going there, the stalking, the casing of the place, interacting with people there, uh, albeit from, you know, uh, getting kicked out of the place even as reported. But I see it a lot. And I asked that question before with the Oxford shooting at the school, which is not too far off in recent memory. I think it was uh, late last year that it happened. And I see that as where you have the premeditation, where you have the, uh, well, in that case, they had the parents involved. And can you ask that question here? Can the parents be involved in the Thomas Marcus shooting? Well, if they were involved with the Oxford shooting, how is it different here? That's going to be really interesting to see because Oxford set a precedence that that parents could be held responsible for their somebody else's act, their, their offspring. And... You know, we saw that in Oxford, you know, could that happen here and just different elements that swirl around the case. So what do you think about it? Do you think that this has some true crime elements? If it were, if it were, for example, one person who were, who were killed that, that if he went to the store, uh, in the same way that he did, and instead of killing 10, he killed one, could that be considered a true crime case, uh, you know, choosing a victim? as a serial killer might choose a victim, but is it because there's mass, uh, you know, one, uh, not one, but, you know, 10, and that they're all, um, us, you know, African-American, and that's what he wanted. Does that just erase uh, things that you would think of from a true crime case?
something to think about. And uh, I'm posing that question today. I think there are some elements there. I think there are some things to learn for the future that you take away the manifesto, you take away all the uh, rhetoric, you take away all the 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 things of the deranged person who's carrying this out and you break it down to maybe look at future cases uh, because they will happen again in different supermarkets and different public spaces because they don't seem to end so we can, we can safely assume that they are going to happen but how can we approach those i mean those are some questions to ask here what do you think about that do you have any opinion about it i'm sure you do because this is top of mind it's the tops market and there was extreme rate, uh, hate and racism attached to this case. Uh, it's very ugly. Hopefully it never happens again. But how can we apply things that we've learned from true crime to uh, think about things in the future from things that we've learned before? So I'm out on this episode. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, if you have any comments, you can leave them. And hope you have a good one. See you on the next episode. Drowning Verdict. Thanks. I'm out.